What's up? I'm so glad you decided to tune in to episode 37 of Entertainology. First and foremost, welcome. I'm your host, Ava Jordan, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm a teenage multi-hyphenate, and if you like what you hear, you can check me and my social media platforms out at the link in the description. Without further ado, let's get into it. It's a well-known, well-established fact that I love to read. I don't think young adult literature is appreciated enough. Even for adults, I feel that young adult literature is not only interesting, but creates more empathy and emotional understanding. If you want to hear more about my thoughts on young adult literature as a whole, I interviewed YA author Avery Silverberg in the episode prior to this. Particularly in the YA genre, especially at the middle school age, the dystopian genre reigns supremely popular. I, for one, grew up on quote-unquote classics like The Hunger Games and Divergent, to name a few. I didn't really evaluate what I learned from these books until later in life, so let's break down a couple major YA dystopias we grew up on and what came with that. Starting, of course, with some brief summaries. Of course, we start with The Hunger Games. When someone mentions young adult dystopia, this is often the first thing that comes to mind. The trilogy follows Katniss Everdeen and her journey through a fight to the death series of events on live TV, made for the entertainment of the nation's elite and elitists. If there's a common trope in dystopia, it's found in the Hunger Games. Next, we have Divergent, which is probably the second most popular dystopian novel. Beatrice Pryor lives in a world where everyone is divided into factions based on different qualities. But what happens when someone doesn't fit in any of the boxes? Another example that's full of the most common tropes, but remains a popular option to this day. Third on this list is The Maze Runner, which is one of the few book series where I watched the movies before reading the books. Something I normally discourage. Oops. To be fair, the movies are amazing. I felt they were accurate to the books, and they were actually a pleasure to watch. It follows a group of boys and one girl who are figuring their way out of a futuristic containment solution. If that wording sounds a little vague, you're just going to have to watch the movies to visualize what I mean. Because of course, no spoilers here. Next is Red Queen. One of the lesser known but still popular choices Red Queen follows Mare Barrow, a red in a world full of silvers. This dystopian country decides citizens' status based on the color of their blood. But when a red somehow has silver powers, she's thrust into the world of politics and nobility in a time of brewing war. Not only is this one of my favorites of this list, but the author, Victoria Aveyard, happens to be a favorite as well. Last on this list is The Selection. In an almost foreshadowing way, this book prepared us to grow up and start enjoying the TV show The Bachelor and its spin-offs. In case you didn't read this one, this 2012 dystopian romance follows America Singer, one of the 35 contestants chosen for the selection. What is this event? Not exactly a fight to the death, but a competition for the hand of the prince, of course. With its many sequels, this series remains a popular starter choice for young dystopian readers. 
Now that we know a couple books in this genre, let's talk about some of the tropes we see in them, and whether or not they're actually accurate. To start, one of the most inaccurate tropes I have ever seen in literature, but is particularly common in young adult dystopia, the quote-unquote boy-next-door type character, is never depicted as good enough. Which is absolutely not true. Boy or Girl Next Door is a great trope, just not in a world where everyone's trying to kill each other. What's the fun of being special if you don't at least attempt to take down the current government structure and its officials? This might just be the official motto of most of Gen Z, and is frankly reminiscent of the almost raid of Area 51. That side character that you love and get attached to, because let's be real, side characters are often the best characters. That character will probably die either a few chapters before the end of the first book, or halfway through the second. And frankly, it really applies to young adult literature in general. Particularly, of course, in dystopia and fantasy books. If it looks like the protagonist is going to win at the end of the book, something's going to happen right before the end that changes everything. Or worse, it'll end on a cliffhanger. Which is most young adult genres at this point. But that big change is often one of the side characters dying. You don't change the world without a lot of trouble and broken rules, which is a pretty good rule for life. And of course, something we've learned that isn't true with every book, but dystopian books make great movies, which is extremely accurate. Although we're still waiting on movie or TV adaptations for The Selection and Red Queen, the Maze Runner and Divergent are both great movie series. I especially recommend The Maze Runner. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. I hope that at least one of these recommendations resonated with you, and feel free to reach out on social media with recommendations of your own. Remember to tune in and follow Entertainology on Instagram and Twitter. That's all for today. Ava Jordan, signing off.